L-A-S. The LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. We should say each other's names instead to throw everybody off. Oh, that's a great idea for the trailer. All right, here we go. Hey, I'm Mike. I'm Shane. Oh, my God. You guys really are doing it, aren't you? <laughs> All right, I'm Jeremy. I'm Mike. What, you're still doing the false names thing? I feel like we already have a trailer going right this now. This is like a fourth grade <laughs> elementary school joke. Hey, everybody. I'm Shane, Mike, and Jeremy. And I'm... Oh, wait a minute. You guys are throwing me off with the name thing. Hey, I'm Shane. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Mike. And this is the Groove Live Podcast. We're talking all things groove. Music. Food. Friends. Beer, even. All of it. Whatever brings groove into your life. How about like a tattoo artist? Would that be kind of groovy? I I would file that under groove. Construction projects. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, come on. (laughs) Here's the thing. We have a lot of friends in a lot of different avenues and a lot of different lifestyles, which means that we have a lot of cool resources to pull from of cool people that have cool stories. Every day, you get out of bed. What makes you feel alive? You know, what makes you want to own the day? Coffee. Rock music. Pokemon. Construction projects. <laughs> and you'll hear it all right here on the Groove Life Podcast. The Groove Life Podcast is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more information, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. New episodes release every second and fourth Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. For bonus episodes of this show, ad-free versions of all LAS podcasts, and many other exclusive benefits, all while supporting local creators and businesses, consider subscribing to LAS Plus for just $10 a month. To learn more and get started, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com slash plus. Hey guys, we're going to have a blast. Can't wait to see you guys on the Groove Life Podcast. We can't wait to groove with you. Now that sounds dumb. L-A-S. We're back. We're here and we're queer. We're here and we're queer. <laughs> That's going to be our new catchphrase. It's Othered with your favorite hosts, Sarah and Caleb. Yes. I'm Caleb. I'm Sarah. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying that for us, Caleb. For anyone who's never listened before, who has never met us in real life. <laughs> yes. And it's another bright, sunny day. Frigid temperatures. The Midwest, you the know, Midwest. here we are. Here we are, but we made it. Yeah. Through the wilderness. Through the wilderness, through the snow. Through the snow, without any security guards hindering my parking today. <laughs> it's already been a good day. Although there was this one woman who would not get out of her car and would not let me parallel park in front of the building today. So that was fun. That's so a drive and park two blocks down. It's not cool. And she made some inappropriate hand gestures. She and did. Acted as if she, she was, was upset yelling. at me yeah. for whatever reason. Thank God I couldn't see that from where I was. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have been out there and been like, bitch, what the fuck? Which I would have appreciated, but also been super You would have been horrified. With. Yeah, I would have been very uncomfortable. Oh, yeah, you would have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Everything happens for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> that was an interesting laugh. Caleb has 
a very interesting energy he's bringing to the table today. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> Do you? He had this little like chest dance going on during our intro <laughs> that I was really liking. I just, I love it. Yeah, I'm feeling it today. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this podcast, Othered, is produced and distributed by LAS Podcast Network. Yeah, tell me more. And if you love what you hear. Ooh. Please go to LASpodcastnetwork.com and subscribe. It's $10 a month. Do you know what you can get? Tell me. Free merch. <gasps> oh, not free merch. You got to pay for the merch. Right. But you can get... <laughs> Sorry, guys. False advertising. <laughs> Ad-free episodes. You can get access to all of our and other people's really fun top secret projects. Mm -hmm. Tickets before they go on sale yeah. to LAS Live and more. Right. Check it. Do it. Check yourself. Don't wreck yourself. <laughs> and know, too, that you're supporting local creators, mm -hmm. which is great. And we love that. It's our fave. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm into it. Me, too. So how was your week? Uh, it was fine. Um, things are going just swimmingly. Swimmingly? Swimmingly. Okay. Yeah. Um, I can't really, I don't feel like there's anything really to report. Just, you know, work as usual. Mm-hmm. How about you? Yeah, it was a pretty boring week. How was Huxtable? Huxtable's good. <laughs> it was his first week with us being on our normal schedule because we were quarantining when we're Hux finding, joined our fam. We're finding our routine. We are. And yeah. Hux is not thrilled. Not about it. He does not love it. Why? Well, because at first we were home all the time. Sure. And now he's alone. And, you know, puppies are like babies. When they sleep all day mm -hmm. or are super chill, then at night. They have so much energy. Oh, my God. And I'm like, <laughs> and he'll wake me up in the middle of the night. Every time he hears a noise, he starts barking, which makes Gunner start barking. Mm. And I've been, like, woken out of my dead sleep by dogs barking. And it just scares the shit out of me, honestly. Because I hate there's it. somebody here. Yeah. or right. But I know there's no one here. Right. But... It doesn't matter. It's just or so loud. I'm pretty sure no one wants anything I've got going on in there. <laughs> <laughs> I've got plants, and uh, that's, yeah, that's about it. Plant babies, Plant real babies, babies, and dog babies. Yes, plants yeah. and animals. Right. That's all that is worth some monetary value. And Sukasa. See. Si. Okay. And Mikasa. Cool. <laughs> Love that. I love that you're throwing in our Spanish. Spanish. Yeah, absolutely. I'm trying. Yeah. Yeah, I'm here for it. So one exciting thing that happened <laughs> Ooh, over the week. I was so excited everything. because I have reached the point in my singledom that I'm like, okay, you got to get back out there. Yes. And I've been trying to leave the house again, mm -hmm. which has been get hard. Get out there. I know. Physically leave. Get right. out there. Mm -hmm. And I've also been trying to do online dating, which I really Ugh. love hate. Oh, I just hate. Okay. I, there's like parts <laughs> it's that just, I love. It's bad. Yeah, it sucks. There's a lot of parts that I hate. So I've been Tindering and it's a chore. Like I try and tell myself, I need you to devote 20 minutes a day to Tinder. Oh my God. This is a chore. It is a chore. Should it be a chore though? No. But how am I going to meet someone if I'm not actively participating in the dating process? Honestly, I feel like I'm living my life as a person who just is waiting for something to just fall in their lap. Well, guess what, buddy? What? It's not buddy. going to. <laughs> okay. You well, need to do something. Do I? Here's the thing, too. If I can just interject here interject. into your situation. Go ahead. Is that I am tired of doing all of the work. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I am so tired. I know. And, like, I work. A lot. Okay. 
And then you want me to work even more to find a man mm-hmm. who's not even worthy of me? How dare you? I know. It is Honestly. a trap. The audacity. It's audacious. And not in a fun way. I hate it. So I try and tell myself, 20 minutes a day, I need mm. you to just swipe it up. Okay, question for you. Okay. What do you want? What do I want? What are you on? What am what I on? What dating apps Tinder are you using? Tinder and Bumble. Here's the thing. I have been dating sighting enough in my life dating to sighting. understand the algorithm. Sure. So if we're both on there, mm-hmm. and let's say we're both really hot, okay, yeah. and mm-hmm. I swipe right for you, so I'm like, yes, Caleb's hot, but you see me and you're like, eh, she's not my type, and you swipe no, then I'm going to be paired with men that aren't as hot as you. So if really hot guys like me, right. I will become eligible to be matched with more really hot guys. Right. If only not hot guys like me, I'm only shown to not hot guys. Right. So when I look That's at That's how it works. Yes. When yeah. I look at the men in Iowa <laughs> <laughs> I'm like and I shouldn't say all men. The men I see on Tinder Bumble. They don't like me. And this is like total fucking rabbit trail into another place because right but this is a very important rabbit trail. yes because i think a lot of it is race-based ah yes i see mostly white men because of our demographic mm, mm-hmm. and it, you know it's a fact that people tend to not tend the majority of people date and marry inside their own ethnic group yes so if all i'm seeing is white people and 90 95 percent of white people date and marry other white people mm-hmm. who is gonna like me Right. Who's going to swipe right? Who's going to swipe? On Sarah. On me. Even right. though I'm the fucking shit. Do you also take into account the fact that, like, I think, and I see this a lot, that there's a lot of fetishization of black women. Yes. Right. That, like, a lot of white people are like, ooh, I would love to, like, fuck a black girl. Mm-hmm. But not marry one. Yes. Right? Like, that's, like, on their bucket list or something that's stupid. That's so f- gross. I hate it. I, I want to fight people. I'm trying to think if that was on my bucket list. What, to fuck a, fuck no, a black white girl? white person. <laughs> Not a black girl. Well, you know what? Something similar was on my bucket list. I did that with my threesome experience. Oh, right. So that's mm-hmm. gone. So there's that. But check. yeah, check. <laughs> One down. I don't know. It's complicated. Mm-hmm. This is a complex issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I'm pondering... That part. That experience of your life. Mm-hmm. Well, it sucks, too. I mean, like, let's just talk about the fact that, like, the dating pool is dating pool tragic. is a disaster. And I think also the older that I get, now that I'm 31. 31. 31. I'm Almost so 32. old. I know. Stop. Ew. <laughs> anyway, that, like, maybe it's just my standards have gotten higher. Mm-hmm. Because I think when I was young, dumb, and full of cum, I just, like... <laughs> Sorry. Whoa. Let's, Have you never heard that before? Backpedal. No, I haven't ever heard that. What? How, where? I've never heard anyone You've say that. You've never heard that. Young, dumb, and full of cum. <laughs> that's so disgusting. <laughs> I know Maybe I say gross shit, but know. that is like, disgusting, gross. Maybe it is a gay thing. It must be. Anyway, that's the thing that I've heard Whoa. said before, so I didn't feel awkward about saying it, okay. but now it's out, I and now I feel awkward. I was trying to make awkward. you feel awkward. I was just surprised. It's fine. It's whatever. It's just like, I think when I was younger, 
when I was young and dumb. And full. <laughs> that I didn't give a fuck yeah. who like, I dated. I was just out there for the experience, really. Right. And now that I'm 31 and old and empty, less full. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> that, like, I... I'm, like, I've just had so many bad experiences, I think, in dating and, like, in my romantic life that I'm just so, like, I could, I feel like, and maybe this is bad, but I'm just, I'm very judgmental, mm-hmm. right? Like, I feel like I come across on Tinder or Grindr or Bumble or whatever, and I just swipe left because I'm just like, I don't have time. Mm-hmm. Like, why mm-hmm. are you putting yourself forward like this? on a social media site that where you're trying to attract a potential date, romantic partner, fuck buddy, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't care. And this is what you look like. And this is the these are the photos that you're posting. Mm-hmm. Like I okay, I don't know if it's the same. I do want to talk about grinder cuz that's an experience ooh, yeah, I know nothing about, about because I'm obviously ooh. not a gay man. Right. But how many guys like do you see post penis pics or like pics in their boxers with a very boring package. Yeah. And I'm like, first of all, who is this impressive to? Right. Because I'll tell you who it doesn't impress. Right. Me. me. <laughs> <laughs> me. Yeah. Second of all, this is disgusting. Right. Even if it was impressive, I would never want to be with anyone who thought that was an appropriate way to advertise themselves right. to a, who knows who. Because I see a ton of people mm-hmm. that I sadly know <laughs> on Tinder, which is... <coughs> a whole nother thing. Oh yeah, I mean, I feel like, you know, that we are we're a small town, mm-hmm. here. and so like I feel like you know we're only ever removed from one person in Cedar Rapids by like one degree. Amen. So that already poses a lot of potential issues. Period. But then it's like, okay, I see you on Tinder, and like you know, maybe I would give it a shot or whatever. But at the same time, it's like, what are these photos? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? And I think, and this is something we want to get into a little bit more, but, like, it's just this idea that, like, men have of, like, how they advertise themselves, right, like, on these dating apps versus what they expect to see from their female counterparts. Mm. You know what I mean? I feel like there's a double standard in a lot of ways. Like, they're going to swipe left on this girl. Like, if this guy... Oh, she has kids. Right? Oh, swipe left or whatever. Or like, oh, she has a picture with her like sweatpants on. Oh, swipe left. Right. And it's like, okay, cool. Like, but like, let's look at your picture photos. of your dirty ass mirror. Right. In your disgusting yes, bathroom. Dirty ass mirrors. Yes. All the time. All the time. All Why, the I'm like, just time. get some Windex and clean that shit off before you Seriously. start taking photos. It's or horrendous. like fish. That's another thing. Since it's such like a hunting area. Oh yeah. I see men with deer, like all sorts of taxidermy. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Sometimes it's fresh. Like, right after it's been right. killed. I'm like, I don't want to see that shit. No, thank That's you. That's gross. Right. Or. Like, wow, you're so manly. Ooh. Yeah. I, it's. Ugh. It's fine. It's disgusting. But is it fine? It's not fine. It's not. Sounds like. It is disgusting. Sounds like men have some work to do when it comes to dating. Honestly, and this is the thing, is that men are the problem. Men are the problem. <laughs> it's definitely never me. Oh, no, I'm perfect. Just kidding. Oh, you're not kidding. Never mind. We're it's oh, not I mean, us. I'm no. I mean, it's also me because I'm also a man. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that for, <laughs> for a second. <laughs> How dare you? All men except for Caleb, right. are the problem. 
I think you also said this earlier. You said not all men. And that just like boiled a little blood in my heart. I was just like, what the hell? Not all men, but Ugh. a lot of men are a problem. And is it yeah. because they don't know how to ap- how to make themselves appealing? And I do agree it's the audacity that they have to expect certain things while they're not performing in those realms themselves. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of tired of bad dates. Also, same. Like, there has to come a point where enough is enough. Right. And I've met amazing people on Tinder and had, like, the best dates. Sure. And I've also met the weirdest people on Tinder and had Mm -hmm. the weirdest experiences. Yeah. It's, yeah, the dating situation for me is very difficult and strange right now because I'm, like, post-breakup, still talking to my ex Mm -hmm. which is fine and i'm okay with it like i definitely still have feelings for him but i'm like still like very much you know single like we're not together Mm -hmm. but then like i've been kind of seeing this guy and by i say kind of i mean like we've gone on however many dates and it's never gotten past like we've never even kissed like Mm. we've like held hands like maybe once Mm -hmm. And it's just like, I don't understand what's going on here. Like, do I need to make the move? Have you asked? I haven't. Like, why should I have to ask? Why do I have to do the goddamn work all the time, Sarah? I'm just like so tired. Closed mouths don't get fed. At some point, you got to be like, what is going on? Sure. And here's what I expect. Yeah, fair enough. But you know what? Also, at the same time, like, I don't think I want to be dating. Like, I just like, I'm so tired of men just not doing the work. Mm Mm-hmm. And not to say that I'm perfect. Mm-hmm. And not to say that women don't do the work. Right. Or that women are not out here also not doing the work. Right. Because I'm sure there are women who are mm-hmm. not doing what it takes. Right. Everyone. And I think maybe it's just, just has to do, too, with, like, you know, in some way, like, toxic masculinity or the idea that, like, men just don't have to work very hard for the things that they have. Mm-hmm. You know, the things that they don't necessarily deserve. That's so true. And it's difficult, I think, to be, you know, outside of a relationship and then to see, like, the dating pool and to judge it as hard as I judge it. Mm-hmm. And here's a reason why you shouldn't, because I think as as we get older and I see a lot of people or friends or acquaintances mm-hmm. who are married or in long-term partnerships, mm-hmm. and I look at them and I hear what they say about the ups and downs. Everyone has some shit. Sure. There are some relationships. I mean, we're all human, right? Yeah, but you couldn't pay me to be a partner to those people. Mm. Like, and I think sometimes it gets, we get really tunnel visiony as single people. Mm-hmm. And like, this sucks. And everyone else has this. And why are we single? Sure. But I had a friend who was always like, would you want a partner like that? Like, do you want to be with Caleb? And I'd be like, you know what? No, I don't. Because Caleb actually is gay. So he doesn't like me. Right. <laughs> that would be pretty unsatisfying. Right. But she make, you know, made me think about that stuff. And I'm like, you know, no, I don't. Mm. And sometimes it just, the grass isn't always greener. Right. And I think that's a very good point to make. Because I think, you know, we see like Facebook posts or Instagram or whatever, like social media or even like talking to our friends, like things seem fine on the surface, you know, mm-hmm. but you never know what's going on behind the curtains, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's true. Mm-hmm. And also, I mean, like 
relationships are complicated. They are. And I think they get more complicated. I don't know if they become more complicated or as you become older and aware of mm. all of the complexities of life. If you just are like, oh, shit, yep, it's harder than I imagined. And I think what it comes down to is, like, what you're willing to put up with, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, you know, you have to be aware of the fact that, like, you're also not perfect, right? That you've got mm-hmm. issues and baggage or whatever, you know, depending on your life. Um, but then, you know, you have to realize that other people are in the same boat, too. Like, they've got their own baggage, their own personal experiences behind them, whether it's trauma or mental health issues or past relationship hurts whatever you know they've got things Mm -hmm. so like it depends on what you want to put up with like Mm -hmm. what you can put up with you know how much compassion and like empathy you can have for that person in that in that situation that's true right i like that i feel pretty uncompassionate towards my missing toothed friend Mm. i think you should give him a chance the fuck? He has a master's degree. So, fucking dentalist people can have master's degrees. Teeth sure. don't mean you're not smart. Right, exactly. But it means you don't have teeth. Uh, <laughs> right. gross. Right, so like it is superficial, but also, I mean. Maybe that's a deal breaker. Maybe. I want to hear more about our deal breakers, but let's take a little break okay. and come back and dive in. <laughs> we'll be right back. Oh my God, Sarah. What's up, Caleb? What do ACDC, Stone Temple Pilots, Genesis, and Maroon 5 have in common? Hmm, they're all men with beards. (laughs) Close. (laughs) The Pork Tornadoes. Iowa's number one party band is playing at the Paramount Saturday, February 26th at 8. Ooh, you know what? I did hear about that. We'll be celebrating the 15th anniversary of the band, featuring both old throwback tunes for longtime fans and current band favorite hits. I heard the tickets were only $20. <gasps> That's true. And for the VIP experience, it's only $50. You get access to the private pre-show event, exclusive merch, premium seating, and more. Oh my God. So I- are we getting tickets? We have to. Sarah, I cannot wait to sing Phil Collins with you. Caleb, me too! I can feel it coming in the air tonight. Hold on. Woo! Yeah. We might have to practice a bit. Let's practice. (laughs) We'll be ready. We'll be ready by the 26th. See you then. Join us for Choose Your Own Adventure Team Quest, a game where teams of adventurers navigate through a classic choose-your-path-to-adventure story with the goal of winning prizes from locally-owned businesses in the Cedar Rapids-Iowa City Corridor. Each episode is fun, new, and exciting. Listen to the story and then see if you would make the same decisions as our teams. Will our teams travel to the tops of the Himalayas as they search for the exclusive Yeti? 
Will they dive to the bottom of the ocean to search for the lost city of Atlantis? Or will they travel through space and time as they explore distant planets and discover new forms of life? Which team will be your favorite? Will they enter the glorious hallways of the Adventurers Hall of Fame by winning the season championship? Choose Your Own Adventure Team Quest is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more information, visit LASpodcastnetwork.com. New episodes release every other week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. For bonus episodes of this show, ad-free versions of all LAS podcasts, and many other exclusive benefits, consider subscribing to LAS Plus for just $10 a month. To learn more and to get started, visit LASpodcastnetwork.com slash plus. So come and join us for an adventure. And always remember, the choice is yours. L-A-S. Bizak. We're Bizak. <laughs> With others. Like, also, that made me think of the last Facebook post you made on our uh, Facebook group. Oh, yeah? Third Dizzle. I always, okay, so <laughs> I always add the Izzle onto everything I say. So, like, on Monday, it's Mundizzle. On Tuesday, it's Tuesdizzle. Mm-hmm. I mean, it goes on and on. But... It just makes me, I don't know, feel like the days are more fun. <laughs> I mean, they're fucking boring days, so I'm just trying to add a little spice on there so I can sure, get through it. Sure, I love it. it. Spicy. Yeah. Perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mondays are Magic Mondays, so sure. every day that isn't Magic Monday, it's an Izzle. Okay, cool. Love it. Yeah. Anyway. So before we left, yeah. we were talking about some online dating experiences. Right. And we want to share some deal breakers that we have in a relationship. Sure. I think that's important. Yeah. Okay. You have to go first because my cord is stuck in the chair. LOL. (laughs) (laughs) So go ahead, Caleb. All right. Cool. Great. Um, I would have to say having a job. Oh, agreed. I, mm, for whatever reason, and this is weird maybe to acknowledge, but like there have been so many times where the people that I've dated in my life don't have a job Mm. Mm -hmm. like they have a job when i start dating them and then they lose the job Mm -hmm. either from getting fired or from quitting or whatever and then they don't have the job Mm -hmm. for a very long time Mm -hmm. like almost too long of a time (laughs) what's like cool what are you doing what are you gonna do now what are you gonna do like and i think it's important you know to like not be a part of capitalism and not but to at be the a, same time. But at the same time, we live in a capitalist. Are world. you contributing mm-hmm. to this household? Mm-hmm. And if you are, how are you doing that? Yes. Are you just laying around in bed in Is your pajamas all day? Like, how's that going? Like, there's dishes to be done. Are you doing the dishes? There's the lawn to be mowed. Mow the lawn. There's the children to take care of. Care for these kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. But mostly, like, that's a that's a huge deal breaker for me. I think another deal breaker, too, is whether or not, um, like, there, I mean, how do I put this? That they have, like, dreams. Like, they want to, like, do something. Goals. In their life. Yeah, schools. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I don't want to be just, like, putzing around. Mm-hmm. 
You know, I want to do things. Right. I want to be in a place. Yeah. Hit some achievements. Yeah. Do some shit. Do some shit. Yeah. That's fair. Right. I don't know. What about you? Well, I really liked your job one. One thing I always say, and I've been saying this for literally years, is you have to have all the C's. Car, crib, career, credit, cash, Christ. I need Really? And more in Christ, I mean, you need to believe in something. Whether oh, it's like sure. tarot, astrology, Buddhism. Sure. Maybe you're, who knows what you are. But you need to find something that's not you to believe sure. in. I, yeah, and here's the deal, too. So I'm, I'm very, like, concerned with being materialistic mm-hmm. or superficial, right? Like, I feel like this realization came to me when I was in college. I was just like, I don't care about mm-hmm. money. Like, money's good. Money's fine. But I don't want that to be everything that I'm chasing. Like, mm-hmm. I just, like, I see it so often. People are, like, so concerned with money. And I just, like, I have this one life to live. I'm like, I'm not going to work my entire ass off. Just for money. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I just don't. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I'm never going to have enough. Even if I did work my ass off, I'm never going to have enough to make me happy. Mm-hmm. It's like, what's the point? Yeah. I'm going to live my life. I'm going to have the experiences. I want to be I want to be with somebody who wants to have the experiences with me. Period. And I agree with that. But for me, I'm like, I have two kids. Sure. Gymnastics. I had to pay, like, $60 today to get in to buy a freaking shout-out for Azela. For snacks. And I'm like, I pay tuition for mm-hmm. gymnastics on top of this. So I'm like, if you don't have a little something, something, mm-hmm. you got to pay <coughs> right. to play. Right. So while money isn't everything, I know that there's, mm-hmm. I'm not just one person. This is a three-person household. Right. So you got to be prepared. Well, now it's a five-person household. Well, now Gunner it's a seven-person household because I have the cats, too. Oh, that's right. I forgot about Bat Cat and Bat Olaf. Bat and Olaf. Yeah. We've got all the animals yeah. and people. So you gotta you gotta have some money. Right. Gotta put something up. You gotta contribute. Yes. God damn it. Yes. And your energy is not enough of a contribution. I mm. need like a tangible financial monetary contribution. Right. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Help me pay these bills. Pay the fucking bills. I have to applaud you for being single and also being a mother. Mm. Thanks, Caleb. It's it's a lot of work. It's a feat. Yeah. I'm very sure. impressed by you. Thanks. Yeah. Not every day a is a good day. Sure. But my kids are alive. Mm-hmm. And DHS has never come yet. <laughs> <laughs> so I must be I doing mean, they're okay. healthy. They seem, you know, happy. Yeah, they're happy. They're healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'm doing okay. I'm proud of you. Doing all right. Thank you. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Anyways, um, what do you feel like in your relationships, would you feel like you've appreciated about your partners or like is an ideal now like it's like a standard so i feel like up until i had kids and started dating as like an actual adult Mm -hmm. i did not have very many i didn't have any positive relationships that were romantic like not a one wow and when i was 23 24 i started dating post kids post um i guess childhood teen years sure and I started dating real men. They set mm-hmm. the bar really high. And I feel like I'm doing something right because every man gets better. Every man is better than the last. So I'm like, good really? for you. Yes. Everyone. Even. Caleb, what the fuck? 
I literally could kill you. <laughs> we don't sit for so We don't say names. If we're going to fucking edit that shit out. Okay, that's fine. Okay. Right. Yes, okay. everyone. Yeah. I think my last relationship has taught me a lot in that he was willing and wanted to push me to be better. Mm-hmm. And when I like made, in what ways? I feel like when I didn't show up as my best self, like if I was being a bitch, mm-hmm. he would tell me. But not only like tell me, but offer ways to redirect my attitude. Maybe mm-hmm. um, I think he encouraged, definitely encouraged vulnerability, mm. um, because he was really vulnerable with me and told me a lot of things and created a safe space in which I could have been vulnerable should I have chosen to, but I didn't because trauma. Right. But I do, I think that experience, even though it hurt, you know, there were things that hurt my feelings. It didn't work out, Mm -hmm. which is okay. I think it taught me that never again will I be the reason that something doesn't work out. Sure. Like I, the things I can control, I will control. Mm-hmm. And I won't just not show up as my authentic self again. Do you think that, like, do you think your inability to be vulnerable was the reason that for the downfall of that relationship? I do. Really? I think if I would have been vulnerable and authentic and shown up as myself from day one, then it would have worked out. Maybe not worked out, but it would have ended differently. Sure. I think the fact that I... Trauma bond, for one. Um, I'm so afraid to let people in. I do a lot of hiding from who I really am. It just makes it really hard to get to know me. And then, inevitably, a situation arises where I'm forced to be my authentic self, and Mm -hmm. I can't maintain the facade. And then the person that I was being my non-authentic self with is like, who the fuck are you? Right. I'm like, well, this is actually who I am. But it seems very incongruent with... The, the persona that, that yes, raised, that I've yeah. portrayed to you. Mm-hmm. And then that causes problems. Issues. Yes. Sure. Got it. So I'm like, uh, we're going to do better next time. Okay. What about you? What have you learned? <laughs> have you been inspired to be better? Say something I can call your ass out on. <laughs> How many people can I name that Caleb's dated? <laughs> John. Oh, John. <laughs> um... I think, <clears throat> hmm, I would love to be with somebody who knows how to be emotionally intelligent, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that there are instances when that happens with John, um, or with my ex, um, that are really beautiful. Like, he's a very smart person. Mm-hmm. But I think also there's just, you know... Even in myself, like, there's mental health issues, right? Like, I think, in general, sometimes it's hard to look past your own situation. Mm -hmm. Look past your own nose, really. And I think there's just a lot of... mm, A lot of men just don't know how to communicate their emotions. I agree. And that's difficult to deal with, I think, in general. Mm -hmm. Like, I wish more men had the resources to or felt able to communicate those things. I agree. So one thing I really enjoyed about someone I dated in the past is that they would get together virtually with their, um, 
like fraternity members and do mental health check-in. Oh. So they'd have like a Zoom call once a week and I think they also had like a therapy group. But they hmm. would, you know, talk about their mental health and what mm-hmm. struggles they were having and how they could help each other be accountable or offer advice. Yeah. And I'm like, men need to feel like they have more safe spaces available for this. Right. Or and that it's okay to like yes. look for help. And I think it's important, especially as a man, and especially black men in particular, mm-hmm. to feel like you have friends who you can call on who are going to lead you in the direction that you want to go. Sure. And I would imagine that's maybe not a feeling that men cultivate easily like that trust and guidance and accountability in their friendships yeah but i wouldn't know because i'm not a man well i mean like asking for help almost like is a sign of weakness right Mm -hmm. and that's tough Mm -hmm. because it's not no like everybody's human everybody needs help sometimes Mm -hmm. so yeah it's difficult i can imagine it's difficult for everyone Mm mm-hmm I mean, like, I also have a lot of pride, too. So, like, asking for help myself is hard. Mm-hmm. But, so I get it. I think the other really important lesson I've learned from dating. Yeah, tell me. Is that a, when a man wants to, he will. Mm. And if he's not, that means he doesn't fucking want to. Right. That's a big lesson. I don't like that. I also don't like that. that but I think that's just, like, a human thing, too. Like, if you, this person's not going to do something unless they want to. Mm-hmm. Women are, I really feel like women are more apt to do things they don't want to do. Mm, okay, fair enough. And especially when it comes to, and I think relationships like complimenting someone or going the extra mile to do something or rearranging our schedule. I think women are more apt to do things we don't want to do generally, not necessarily relationally. But I think men just in general and relationally don't do shit they don't want to do. Yeah. Like if a man doesn't want to do it, he's not going to do it. And for a while, I was like, well, why don't these men talk to me? And then in my last relationship, I was like, he really, he just straight up doesn't want to. And, you know, there would be days I'd be like, do you want to hang out? And he'd be like, no. And I was like waiting for him to tell me, like, I'm busy. I don't, you know, I in a few hours, I'll call you. But it never came. Just no. Right. Nope. And I was like, well, That's fuck. very direct. It was. But for someone like me who will sit there and be like, well, maybe his grandma died or maybe he had homework or maybe, you know, I guess I needed to hear that. And it taught me that if someone's not showing up for you, Mm -hmm. most of the time, if you've communicated the way you expect them to show up and they are not doing it, it's because they don't want to. Right. And what do you do if someone doesn't want to show up for you? You got to move on. Yeah. That's hard. There's an 80s song that actually just came on the radio and I, like, for the first time listened to the words... And it's, I forget the name of the song, but it's like, Every Lover Needs a Holiday. Oh, I know what that one is. Fuck. What is that song? It's like, na, 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 na. I, no, I'm not going to sing it. It's whatever. Um, I'm going to Google it because I know what song that is. Right. It's like, it comes out Everybody all... needs a little time away. Yes. Hard for me to say I'm sorry. Yes, that's the one. Yeah. It's a great song. Yeah. But it was like, it just Holiday. hit me. From each other. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so that song actually came on the radio, and I was like listening to the words, and I was like, "Oh, damn! This is like a song that I didn't expect. I didn't like when I was like listening to like the tune, and then the words. I'm like, oh, I just wouldn't expect that song to be about that. I thought it was more romantic than that, but it was also like whatever. It's really not. No, but it's also it's true though. I mean, like, 
why do couples have to be together all the time? And also, if this person didn't want to hang out with you, that's okay. Isn't it? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not okay. It's not? Yes, it's okay. It's fine. Yes. I think, like, maybe, like, insecurity creeps up in there sometimes. <laughs> For sure. But. I have a lot of adult trauma. Mm-hmm. That I need to reconcile. Mm-hmm. This is what therapy is for. It sure is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, I just, for whatever reason, that hit me and I was like, oh, that's true. Like, you don't have to always be together. And also, if he doesn't text you, it's okay. Yeah. That's where I'm at. No, it's not. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's probably fine. It's, it's fine. fine. Right. Uh, so tell me about Grinder. What's it like oh, on these little bitch. sites? Because that's obviously something I'm never on. Well, I'm also not on Grinder very much at all, ever. I was like immediately post breakup, but Grinder sucks. And do you know what sucks even most about Grinder is that there's a lot of guys on there that are married. Oh yeah. To women. Yeah. And oh, and it's like secret. Oh yeah, they're on the DL. Do they say that in their profiles? Um, no, but you get a sense of it. Oh. Right, like, and there have been a couple times, like, it, before, like when I lived in Chicago and New York and whatnot, that like. You just see so many people who are on the DL that mm. they, like, are not comfortable living that part of their lives. Publicly? Publicly. Or yeah. even, like, in their own personal life. It's, right. like, very private. Mm-hmm. Like, even from themselves mm-hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know? Hmm. It's kind of sad. I see a lot of married men on Tinder. Yeah. Or men will be like, we're looking for a third. Right. And that's fine. Like, if that's... If that's your right, if that's lane. your thing, yeah, yeah, if that's your lane, that's cool. But, but to be deceptive about it is a whole different right. thing. Absolutely, and so Grinder is kind of sad. Mm. Like it's definitely more of a hookup app than it is a dating app for mm-hmm. sure, um, which is fine. But I also like I can't do hookups. Like I get freaked out. Me too. I will love you. Well, no casual sex because like I we'll definitely believe yes. Right. Soul ties are mm-hmm. very real for me. Like mm-hmm. we can't do that. I also won't let myself have sex until I know a person. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, like, I can't. Yeah. Like, gross. I can't, like, I, 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 get, like, I get, like, shaky about it. Like, yeah. I don't, I can't let you have, I can't let you be that close to me. Because it's, like, more than just the right. act. Yes. It's the connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've become really aware, too, this sounds really cray, but swapping energies with someone. Oh. Like, if you're imbalanced or off or, like, mm-hmm. a fuck boy, I don't right. want that energy mm-hmm. in me. Uh, at right. all <laughs> I don't want it around me let alone in me right like gross ew <laughs> ew but that energy exchange is very real it's real mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I just like I don't know do you like have any relationships that you regret no 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 hmm. I really believe I'm a firm believer that everything I've done you know, has gotten me to the next sure. thing. So, no, I really don't. Mm-hmm. I think I've learned. I mean, I regret, obviously, like, maybe particular moments of sure. relationships. Yeah. But, no, I don't. Do you? No. I, you know, have met really awesome people on Tinder mm-hmm. that have been game-changing for my life. I met this man who we matched while we were in an airport. We were in, like, Georgia. 
and he lived in Florida and I lived in Iowa, duh. Uh-huh. And then we met in Chicago for our first date, had the best first date, and like saw each other for like two years mm-hmm. on and off. And it was fun. I love that. Fostered my love of wine. I would mm-hmm. not be a wine snob if it weren't for him. And oh, he's to blame for that. He's to blame. Oh, he, like, cool. Well, thank he you. He was sir. a now I can't think of the word. <laughs> sommelier. Yes, thank you. He was a sommelier, so we definitely drank well and ate well. Yeah. yeah. So for every man that dates me next and is bothered by the fact that I'm expecting to be treated a certain way and ordered for and have my chair pushed out and pushed in for me that would be stanley so he set the bar high stanley love him i love his name me too he was a he set the bar high right and i appreciate that so Mm -hmm. i recall with great fondness that relationship and there's been other people that i'm like no Mm. yeah i've met people that have made me pay for my meal i know caleb's looking at me like I really hate that. Like on a first date, I know, and you've talked about the fact that for you, you guys go Dutch mm-hmm. most of the time. We don't. Right. Or I don't. I would love to not go Dutch. I, do I would not. love to be treated. Me too. You know, especially if you ask me out on a date and you're not going to pay. Cool. Great. See, I've been told that too. I've had men tell me like, well, if you ask me out, you should pay. And I'm like, no. no. I'm happy to like throw a five in there. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding i'll split a tab but i just think it says a lot (laughs) just kidding kidding Mm -hmm. sure no i believe however i think that if you ask somebody out you should pay for it really i think so okay but that's just my opinion i also have different experiences than you so i'm gonna put that in my back pocket sure there was no way I was going to pay for my date yesterday, though. No, absolutely not. Mm-mm. I just like. <sighs> Do you know what? No, I don't want to talk about it. What? Nothing. You just brought it up. I know. I, I didn't bring up anything. You I said almost I was going to talk about something did. And I don't want to talk about it. Oh, Kayla. Oh, well, God, I'm sorry. Damn it. I think it's just like it's a, it's a it's a dead horse, and I've been beating it. Okay. It's like I just don't want to do the work anymore. I know, I don't either. But Caleb, we're never going to meet someone. No one's ever going to show up to your door and be like, hey, I'm the one. And that's fine. Maybe I'll just die an old maid. You won't die an old maid. But also, I think dating is the only way that you're going to work. And not not you in particular, sure, but just we. the general you. Yes, yeah. all of us are going to be able to work on our flaws and become better and become more empathetic and become more caring and What I do partners. appreciate about being in relationships is that there's the other eye like the other set of eyes on you, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's not just you, but, like, they can also, hopefully, with compassion, help you sort out your shit. Mm-hmm. They can, they can see your life, the way that you live it, yep. the issues that you have, and then help you, hopefully. Mm-hmm. As opposed to tear you down, they want to help you. Mm-hmm. That's really what it comes down to. So that that's a kind of relationship relationship that I would like to be a part of. Me too. I don't know but if I'm going to find it on Tinder, but... Men. I'm going to keep swiping. Okay. 20 minutes a day. 20 minutes tops. There's only so many single men in Cedar Rapids. There so. really are. <laughs> and then sometimes Tinder will accidentally, like, I'll swipe left, and they'll be like, you're a match. And I'm like, I swiped Oop. left. Eep. And then I match with these really disgusting guys that drag my algorithm even further down into the ground. 
it's like a it's they're a trap <laughs> i would prefer to meet someone in person so what i'm actually going to do is continue to get my ass out there and that's really what things. it comes down to especially in my experience like when i have been on tinder you can talk to somebody for so long but then like i just want to meet people mm-hmm. i don't want to talk on these things forever me too like, i have like a week max right if we don't meet mm-hmm. within a week i assume you're a catfish and right. we're done yeah have you ever been on a blind date no I have. Tell me. Well, it wasn't even a blind date. It was a date that I told my girlfriend, I'm like, hey, do you know so-and-so? And they were like, yeah. And I'm like, I think he's hot. You should set me set up, up on a date. Yeah. So they didn't know that they were meeting me, but I knew they were that we were meeting each other. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God, you're so-and-so? And they were like, yeah, wow, it's you. And I was like, yeah. And we only went on a couple dates, so it was okay. But it was... I'm not above that shit <laughs> to be like, oh, I saw someone here. Let me look him up and figure out how I can get in touch. Mm. Or I've seen someone I didn't match with on Tinder and I was like, they're hot. And obviously, since we didn't match, they didn't swipe for me. Right. right. But then there's me. I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe that you didn't swipe right for me on Tinder. How did you miss me? We should go out on a date. And that seems to work. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm out here trying You're to so write. You're so bold. I, I love know. It. I don't have time. Like, right. I don't have time. Right. I either, I need to know now and then we can move it along. Mm-hmm. And I, f- you know, the other thing I've learned is no one says no. Really? No one says no. Interesting. So even though it's weird that like, you know, you see someone on Tinder and then you go stalk them and be like, why didn't you swipe me? <laughs> no one's like, I've never You're done weird. that. I, have. <laughs> I, Caleb, I take it the extra mile. Like if you haven't learned by now, you. I'm super extra. I love that. Not above it. I love that about you. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> That's a super judgy face. I don't know if he really loves that about me or not, but that was nice. <laughs> I do. Anyways, thank you so much for joining us today in our conversation about dating. Yeah. And about how men are the worst. They are the worst, but there's some, I know there's some good ones out there. I'm going to find them. Sure. You keep digging, babe. I will. I believe in you. The men I want to meet are the ones that uh, go to laspodcastnetwork.com <laughs> and pay that $10 subscription fee nice, so that they nice. can access all of the exciting things that we have to like offer. free merch. Free merch, <laughs> but not free merch. You got to pay for it. And bonus episodes. Tickets to live events. All the good shit. Yes. Caleb, <laughs> it was a pleasure. Always. Always and forever. Love you. Love you more. Peace out, y'all. Bye. Bye. The LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. LAS.